Hey, welcome back. It is your creative empress here, Denise McKinney, just sharing muses of another day. So thank you for coming back to hear me out. (laughs) Um, Today, I was reflecting on my weight, interestingly enough. Um, I put on this sports bra to go to bed last night. And I mean, this thing has been basically pointless for the longest time. Like it just, I don't know if it was too big or it just kind of felt loose. Like it is one of those bedtime sports bras that, you know, just basically keep you from sort of flopping around while you're sleeping. But, you know, makes you feel a little bit secure, not like mashed down, like you're going to go run a marathon, you know, and I'm, I'm a busty woman. So, um, I just sometimes like a little something when I'm sleeping, um, especially if I'm feeling sensitive for any sort of reason. So I had on this sports bra and for the first time in a while, it felt a little tight, like not like tight, but like it was actually doing something. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. I'm thinking, well, okay, I just washed it. So maybe, you know, fresh out of that cycle, maybe that has something to do with it. (laughs) But I then had to just be honest with myself, um, which I, it's kind of been something that's been on my mind for the last several weeks. Um, I've gained weight. (laughs) I have, I have gained weight. And it was funny at Christmas, my uh, grandmother was like one of the first things she said to me when I walked in the house, she was like, you've gained weight, haven't you? And In times past, I would have been kind of upset about that. And my response was, I totally have. Where do you see it? Um, Because I was wearing, I don't even remember. I think I was wearing like a big old sweater (laughs) and some jeans. It's like, oh, that's really funny um, that she could see it. But it was interesting in that moment because I remember thinking, yeah, yeah, I have. And having gone through this process, right, I feel like it, it's maybe that's a good word for it is process starting out with feeling those moments of being horrified, like all those voices in my head, right, telling me that oh, I'm fat and I, I do not use that word. I just want you to know, like, I do not like the word fat. I think it has so many negative connotations and so much charge to it. Um, Unless I'm actually talking about like tissue, fatty tissue, or the actual like fat on food, on food, not in food, but on food. I don't really talk about it much, but secretly in my head, I've heard this voice and I've actually said it out loud once or twice and been like, ugh, ugh, where did that come from? I don't like using that word. I don't want to use that word towards myself, but that little voice kind of got in there and starts telling me, oh, I'm fat and wondering how other people will view me. Are they going to think of me as lazy or a failure or someone with no control because I've gotten quote unquote bigger. And I've even felt, you know, that concern about being sexy for my, my man. Um, Right now we live in different states, so there's uh, potential that I've maybe felt a little bit laissez-faire about it because I don't see him all the time. <laughs> but 
I'm going to say that there's definitely this thing going on, I think, inside of my own head, inside of probably many women's heads, thinking that men only want women with taut skin and, and, you know, shapely muscles. It's funny because I've been friends with men all my life, well, boys and men as I was growing up. And it was interesting to see because, you know, I think society tells us that men like a certain kind of, of woman, right? The woman looking a certain way. And it was funny when I would encounter men who were like, ooh, now she's too skinny. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> is there such a thing? Because I feel like they always tell you there is no such thing. Um, you know, or men who would say like, ooh, I like it when a girl's got a little bit of junk in the trunk or meat on her bones or whatever. I was always like, well, that's really nice. <laughs> um, I will admit, I even still in that time, I probably, there was probably a cap on that in my own head. Like, yeah, sure, a little, but I mean, let's be honest. And it's been interesting over the last several years. I became a health coach, oh, 2016, I guess it was, 2015, 2016. And one of the things that really fascinated me about that process was not so much about the dieting and the, you know, how to find the right foods for your blood type and all these different things. What came out of that for me was uh, a relationship of self-love, of loving and honoring the body for all of the shapes that it takes. And it started that process for me, but it's funny as a personal development coach, because that's what I ended up kind of going towards. I studied other things that helped me sort of round out and speak to different elements of the human experience. Um, because I didn't, I didn't really want to further propagate this idea that the body has to be a certain way to be loved and honored. Um, and, and not that health coaching does that. I think, you know, health coaches do their thing in different ways and support people where they are. And, you know, it's not about changing how someone feels about something. Everybody's on their journey at their own place. But I really kind of wanted to go deeper into what causes us to hold on to these ways of thinking, these ideations, these the, the programming that doesn't suit our highest and truest expression as human beings. Anyway, <clears throat> so going down that road of, of self-love, of body loves, where it kind of started, um, realized that I had a lot of work to do because that's where I got into the journey was with health coaching because I felt fat and unhappy and, and unhealthy um, at that time in my life. So it's interesting being on the journey of personal development coaching because I felt like I noticed this spiral effect. Um, and it was this thing where <laughs> you felt like, I felt like at certain points in my life I had, I'll use the words risen above, 
some sort of issue that I'd been having. Like I had a breakthrough or an epiphany about it and I felt like I was able to let certain things go about it and live consciously about it in a different way. And then like a year later, six months later, two years later, that catalyst would rear its head again and I would be like, why am I dealing with this same issue over again? But I realized that it wasn't the same, it, it was the same issue viewed from a different viewpoint. I thought of it like a spiral. It was like, if there's a spiral staircase, right, you you keep kind of passing through this same axis, if there's an axis going up and down along the staircase, right, you keep passing it, you just keep passing it at a different level, higher or lower than where you were the last time you passed it. And that's how I think about some of these issues. Because, again, having dealt with self-love and stuff like that, trust me, this was not a thing for me that happened overnight. Like, I've been learning to love my body. I am still learning to love my body every single day. And it's been interesting to come up against this again. And I used to get frustrated about it because I was like, oh, I've dealt with this before. I don't want to deal with this again. Like, I feel like I've, I've come so far. I shouldn't have to be in this place and blah, 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 blah. But I'm kind of noticing as I was reflecting today that I'm excited. I was excited when I was writing about this because I am in this place of recognizing that, one, I have come a long way. But two, I don't want to change the fact that I have gained weight right now. Like, I've been on that, you know, that cultural bandwagon of adoring and admiring thin and fit and skinny. I I was on that bandwagon for a thousand years. But this time around, I... I feel, I felt, because this again is not an issue that just popped up overnight, but I'm feeling this this like rising defiance to that program running in my head. I hear it, but I'm not jumping in line with it. Because when I look in the mirror, I'm sort of loving what I see. Like the fullness of my breasts, the weight and fullness of them, the curve of my hips, this round slope of my booty. I'm loving it. Some of the people that I admire most now are the people who embrace the space and the, 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 yeah, the space that they take up and wear it magnificently. Like I have my moments when fitness is my jam. But this doesn't seem to be one of those seasons. Maybe because it's December. Or it's not December anymore. Oh my gosh. Wow. Maybe because it's January. And my body is in like hibernation mode. I'm not sure. I don't know why. And honestly, I don't know if I care. I just know that I'm not currently interested in creating any new routines to exercise or lose weight, quote unquote. And I have seriously no interest in dieting. I'm, I'm trying now, and I've tried this before in the past, so kind of coming back to it, but 
to move my body when it wants to move in the way that it wants to move. I love walking, which honestly, sometimes I do more for my mind than I do for my body, which makes me think I might be turning into my dad. I used to, uh, he used to go on these Moses walks, he called them. He'd be gone for hours. (laughs) I used to, I used to think he did it to stay fit, but you know, now that he's gone, I think this is a thing we reflect on the people that we say goodbye to the things that they did and their motivations for them because we can't ask them. Um, but I think now he did it more to calm his mind as a police officer, the things that he saw, the things that he had to deal with. I can only imagine how soothing it would be to just go and be outside of your mind for a while. And that's kind of why I do it. It starts with letting my mind sort of let off steam, but then after a while, I'm just there, just walking. But I guess the point of all this is just to recognize. I've noticed recently in my reflections about my relationship with food, which I've been tempted to consider as disordered sometimes, and sometimes it frankly it probably is. There is a little bit of defiance, there has been, in the way that I eat. Um, And again, I think it's defying that cultural program. And it's been interesting because I was trying at one point to listen to what it was that my body, my subconscious mind, my spirit wanted in these acts of defiance. And... I realize, I recognize like a feeling, a, a desire for a, for fullness. And when I heard that word inside me, is kind of echoing inside me, I thought, that doesn't just have to do with my body feeling full. It's like the fullness, I think, of life, of living, like full and, and round and just this... Mm, like richness, I guess, of life. And so it's been interesting to notice that being played out in the actual flesh of my body. And it feels surprisingly better than I would have expected. So it just sort of brings back around this practice of, for me, of acknowledgement and acceptance. I acknowledge that I have had a less than fully loving relationship with my body, and that that is an ongoing process. A relationship isn't something that, you know, you buy in a grocery store, fully packaged, and put it in a shopping cart and carry it to the checkout counter. A relationship, just like the ones that we form with our with people, or something that we continue to expand and develop and work on. And I am constantly in the process of de- expanding and developing my relationship with myself and my body. God, I hope. <laughs> but I also am working on accepting that there's this blueprint for my body at its fullest health and strength and vitality. And that I can accept that blueprint. And accept that blueprint made reality. 
like a factory reset. But it's funny because I've said those words before. I've accepted that before. But I thought that my factory reset was thin and fit and skinny. My factory reset in my mind always equated being kind of in line with what we find culturally acceptable and valuable. It didn't ever occur to me that my body's blueprint might have more roundness to it. It's funny because I, I have a mirror in my room and I can see my body, my full, my full, like, I can't really see like the bottom of my legs or anything like that, but I can see like my torso and my thighs and stuff. And it's so interesting because what I see is in direct defiance to that voice that I hear in my head sometimes. It's like, I can still see the muscle in my upper torso. Not so much in my bottom. <laughs> we're totally honest. Can't see even a hint of muscle down there. Um, but I can see it. Like when I'm wearing my clothes, I, I'm like, damn, girl, you look good. <laughs> and it's funny because it's starting to feel like I'm looking at myself and I'm seeing me. And my blueprint is coming into shape as a little bit thicker and rounder and more voluptuous than I had imagined when I thought of what my blueprint would be before. So, again, I, I want to say thank you for coming on these internal journeys with me. Um, again, having shifted creative empress podcast to being a diary is really interesting because uh the door is open in a way that it's never been before (laughs) um so thank you for sitting and chilling with me i would love to know what you think good bad indifferent Um, There's a link on the anchor.fm slash creative empress podcast page where you can share your thoughts. So if there's anything you feel like you want to say, hop on, leave me a voice message. I would love to hear your thoughts and let me know also if I can play them on the podcast because I'd love to share them with everyone else. Until next time. Ciao.